on 2SM and the Super Radio Network. Welcome to High Tide. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. And Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin, one pound to put in Mama's fridge. Where the wobbler and the dragonfly knew us like they knew the river bend. But as sure as tins go rusty, this boyhood story had to end. Six minutes after four. Good morning, everybody. Welcome along to High Tide. Grant Boyden and Alan Blake in the studio with you this morning. Kieran Reeky will be joining us from up north very shortly, where apparently they have had a lot of rain, 190 mils up that way yesterday. Another jam-packed program for you. We'll update the weather for you just before we chat with Brad Ekman from Renegade Blue Water Charters. Bobby Dean will be along. Stevie Bowler. We've got a big morning. Rodney Page will be along from Marine Rescue. I giggle, Blakey, because he's such a great... Great guy, so enthusiastic, can't wait. Good morning, Grant. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, look, he's a lovely fella, Rodney. It's uh, nice to have him along. Mark Benaziak's got a fair bit to uh, churn out today, too, so hold your uh, horses for yeah, that one. Yeah, some knee jerk reactions going on. Yeah. At, uh, which is uh, unfortunate, but look, good morning, everyone. Nice week. I mean, laid low, had flu all week, just getting over it now. Oh, really? Yes. That's no good. I brought it back from Geelong with me. Oh well, you got to you got to bring home some sort of uh, hangovers, haven't you? Yeah, it wasn't a hangover. That's the problem. <laughs> so hang- okay, bad choice of words. But hangover you know last one day, not five. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, you get that. Listen, uh, I'll give you the tides for uh, today. Soon we haven't got uh, the pirate yet. Uh, there was a high at three oh seven one point six, a low this morning at nine fifty five point six two, a high this afternoon at three forty four one point one seven, and another low this evening at nine twenty six point six eight of a metre. So that's not too bad. Not too bad at all. And looking forward to a nice weekend. You can tell the heat started to come off a little bit. Everything's starting just to settle down a little bit. The wind's backing off a bit. It's not as not as blowy as the heat of summer type of thing. No, lots of eddies off the coast too, so it looks yes. like the current's getting ready to yes. sort of start pointing in the other direction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to point this week. I'm heading south, so I can stay. <laughs> <laughs> you are quite happy. Yes, you've got a big journey coming up. I'm looking forward to that one. I always like living vicariously. Like, I do the same with you as I do with Peter Sayer. Yes. I, I love just following where you're at and what you're up to. I'm mostly with you, it's a sort of a... Um, lunch tour really isn't it well this this trip is a little bit of a, a boys tour and a what do you call it? A, a marina crawl marina crawl <laughs> not a pub crawl a marina no I, that's a bit wrong actually because we're only going to one marina shell cover go and see roscoe down there uh eden we stop at the wharf with the trawlers and they're lovely fellas mm. to tie up alongside the trawlers down there and then into painesville and then uh, round of geelong round of the uh royal yacht squadron down there punters i asked him privately yesterday uh, what his plans were and how he, how he was going to go about heading down the coast. And he said, uh, well, we'll leave Sydney, we'll go down to Botany Bay and we'll have lunch there, then we'll go down to to uh, Shellhaven and then we'll have lunch there. It was all about the lunches, and I thought, I, I like the way this man plans a journey. 
Well, that's what it is. It's, it's a marina crawl. But then you get your travel out of the road in the morning and take it. It's like the great nomads doing the caravans. Yes. Actually, speaking of those, I'll just change the subject for a minute. There was a good point raised this week, um, and it affects boating as well as grey nomads. With this push for electrification of cars and the change in the emissions uh, of the vehicles where they want to get rid of the, the bigger cars, what's going to happen with the caravans and the boats? How are you going to tow it? Yeah. How are you going to tow them? Because the, the thing that's got a range of 500 kilometres um, that's got any tow capacity, when you put a caravan or a boat at the back, it comes back to 100 kilometres. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. Mm. And they're all, yeah, but it'll be all right. There's no problems. Well, it's not. There's a lot of people out there who spend a lot of money doing things and how are they going to operate and what are they going to do? Hmm. There's no thought gone into it. Yeah. And, and look, I, I still believe battery technology is going to go leaps and bounds. Oh, yes. people, There's a demand for... But hang on. Is it going to be battery? Is it going to be hydrogen? Or is it going to be water? Or is it going to be sodium ion? Yeah, there's, there's all sorts of different technologies that I'm can do it. I'm thinking probably... I'm just having a guess here. Uh, sodium ion's going to be the way they're going to go. But... Why not go hydrogen? There's so many other yeah. options. Let's start exploring them. This you know? just, it's all renewable electricity. Well, it's not all renewable yeah. electricity. We have a baseload. 500,000 people went without power during mm. the week in Victoria, didn't mm. they? I saw, a, I saw a post on social media uh, of a uh, car, a Hyundai that was on fire in, uh, in, in the tunnel. And I thought to myself, Wow. Petrol cars do catch fire as well. That will just shock so many on social media. Oh, my goodness. You know, the, the funny thing is, look, I sort of think to myself, okay, you don't like electric cars, you don't want one. Here's, here's an idea. Don't buy one. That's it. That's don't it. Buy. That's We're going to say hello to Cheryl Ann, too, who uh, is doing, was standing in with yeah, uh, it quite a good Davey, job. Davey Sutherland. I swear, he works less than you. He was sitting Does in he? the background and he gave thumbs up a couple of times. That was his whole job tonight. <laughs> that's a that's not a bad gig you got there, Davey. I like that. Oh, I like that. Oh, yes, no. Cheryl's very good. There's no problem. Yeah, it's good to have good to have another female voice on uh, on the network. So we're going to catch up with Brad Ekman in a moment. He's waiting to see if Kieran's going to log on. He says, he says it's, I keep asking him, what have you got on your phone? It's that I can join any time. I said, have you pushed that? <laughs> Still, <laughs> oh dear! I've got a far simpler system coming in the not too distant future for him. So, what we'll a very, seat down here? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> get on a plane and get back down here. Don't worry about your mud crabs. <laughs> uh, he's looking for mud crabs again this week weekend. Oh really? Yes. Did you see the photo of him last weekend while you were away? Well, his face was buried, buried in it. <laughs> I thought there's half a chance this guy's going to drown. It, I thought it was my grandson when he was two years old in high chair. Yeah, <laughs> it was so good to see. He's been hanging out for them for so long. Why are we saying nice stuff about him? He can't hear us. He can hear us. You reckon? Oh, you can hear us. Yeah, yeah. it'd be like that, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, would. Yeah. yeah. We'll take a break, come back and have a chat with Brad Ekman from Renegade Blue Water Charters. This is High Tide. It's 12 after 4. 13, 12, 69. Talking Sport. This is 2SM. 20 years ago, we started Talking Sport. I suppose we've got to stay Happy New Year, but you're going to get sick of hearing that. <laughs> Yet in time, it was clear that what you love would dominate the hours of air we occupy five days a week. Welcome back. I'm sitting in the shed celebrating a birthday. Not mine, but your 21st, so how good's that? Excellent. Yeah, no, the afternoon's not the same when you are near, that's for sure. You will still receive the passion we have for our games and your calls 
and those texts. Boys, great to have you back where it's like being with your mates at the pub without leaving the house. <laughs> Good on you, Pat. Well, you took your sweet time getting back. I mean, five weeks oh. is one-tenth of a year. Has that ever occurred to you? That's okay, mate. The most important thing is, thank God you're back. Happy New Year. 21 years on, it's great to be back. Talking Sport. Weekdays from 3. Kia's most awarded SUV just got better. Get ready for the new, refined, seven-seat Kia Sorento. Now, with a dual 12.3-inch panoramic display and Kia Connect technology. Visit kia.com.au to find out more. Kia. Movement that inspires. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockers, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040 359. Trying to choose new flooring, window furnishings or rugs for your home? Choices Flooring's Room View makes it easy to find the look you've been searching for. Whatever the space or your flooring needs, simply take a photo of the area in your home and select your flooring styles, window furnishings or rugs from the thousands of colours, styles and texture options. Using Choices Flooring's Room View, you can see your selections right in your own home. Then send your favourites to your local Choices Flooring store to book a free measuring quote. It's never been more important to buy Australian than right now. Our local manufacturers and growers produce world-class products known for their quality, safety and reliability. All while generating local jobs, supporting our communities and helping Australian families now and into the future. So look for the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. Buy Australian now. Visit australianmade.com.au 2SM Have your say. Text us on 0458 049 209. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network... You're listening to High Tide. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Check out the range at blakesmarine.com.au and Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Uh, it is 16 minutes after four here on High Tide. Kieran will be uh, joining us in just a few seconds. We've managed to uh, track him down. But first of all, the forecast for Sydney's uh, Broken Bay to Port Hacking. You're looking at nor'easterly, about 10 knots increasing, 10 knots to 15 knots in the middle of the day. Seas below one metre. Easterly, 1 to 1.5 will be the swell. Mostly sunny. The chance of a thunderstorm offshore in the morning and in the early afternoon. And for further north, the forecast for Cape Morton to Point Danger. The forecast says easterly 10 to 15 knots. This is the early forecast, not updated yet. Turning southeasterly 15 to 20 knots in the early morning. Seas around 1 metre, increasing to 1 to 1.5 in the early evening. Swell will be easterly 1.5 metres inshore, increasing to 1.5 to 2 metres offshore. Mostly sunny in Kieran. It says a 50% chance of rain. But good morning to you. You said it bucketed down yesterday. It certainly did. There's been untold uh, rainfall up here yesterday. Seas off tonight and this morning. The wind's starting to pick up a little, though. But um, 
Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? It's one of those days I think you've got to wait till daylight arrives before you make a decision. Okay, that sounds good. And if you're going down south, by the way, Ulladulla down at Montague Island, same as Sydney, north, north, easterly, 10 to 15 degrees, actually decreasing to about 10 knots this evening. Sea below one metre, swells north, easterly, 1 to 1.5, partly cloudy, 50% chance of showers and chance of a thunderstorm offshore. No, somebody who's uh, going to be going offshore this morning only. The afternoon oh, run's going to be in Lake Macquarie. The bridge opens, especially for him, at 6am. <laughs> uh, it's a regular booking, I'm 100% sure. <laughs> Brad Ekman, Renegade Blue Water Charters, good morning. Good morning, how are you, Alan? Good, what's happening? Oh, I live in the dream, mate. You're going to go out fishing and try and catch a few today? That's good. That's good. And hopefully we go all right anyway. It's a beautiful day. Did you have a fish during the week? No, I haven't been during the week, no, I haven't. I haven't been for a little while now. It's a bit of bad weather last weekend and haven't been during the week, but yeah, you've got a few on this weekend anyway, so hopefully you should be able to find a few. That'll be nice. Have you got any, yeah. any whispers around there, what's been caught? Uh, just like the channel at the moment, it's just alive with uh, good-sized whiting in the in the Fonty Channel and um, a few tar wine, and I've seen a few um, kingfish just around the boat when I was doing a bit of maintenance on... Uh, during the week, and um, in shore, I think there's a few marlins sort of around the sort of the fad area, but in, not, not just around the fad, but in that line, it's sort of a reef the farm area sort of thing. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a few marlin in a bit closer on the inshore reefs as well at the moment. Okay, that sounds like fun. Yeah, there's really nice water there at the moment, and a lot of bait fish around, so I think they'll be around there. But the bottom fishing will be pretty good too there, I think, at the moment. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it's very, very positive out there at the moment, that's for sure. And the moon's good at the moment too, not too big. So yeah, it's a good weekend this weekend with some good weather. That sounds good to me. And you don't target the whiting at all on the channel? No, no, I don't. Like, the boat's a bit too big for that. But um, I, I, I like to fish in the lake for uh, the flathead and brim and um, Mulloway, but I just don't fish in the channel that much really. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of. Um, I've seen a few people and heard a few people talking about them, but anyway, they've been catching okay. some good ones. No, that's good. That's good. Yeah, up to forty-five centimeters. Oh, good are, fish. Yeah, good fish. Yeah, it, look, it's just as much fun catching a whiting on a two-kilo rig as what it is catching a kingy on a twenty-kilo rig when it's all said and done. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And a lot of the time, the whiting you're catching. I mean, you know metre, two metres of water, you know what I mean, in yes. the shallows, so yeah. yeah, it's a lot of good fun on the light tackle of catch the whiting, that's for sure. That's it, yeah, and like, if you take kids out as well, they don't care what it is, what size fish it is, as long as it's a fish. That's exactly right, yeah. So. yeah and it's a nice environment too, you know, like in the channel, it's like pristine, beautiful, clear water, yes. there it is, and um, it's just a good fun day out, you know, to fish for whiting like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Brad. Yeah. Thank you for that. You would touch base with you tomorrow. See what's going on. Happy days. I'll have a report for you tomorrow. Okay. Renegade Blue Water Charters, how do they get in touch with you? Uh, just give us a buzz on 0437 or just send us a message on our Facebook or Instagram pages. Okay. Thanks, Brad. Great to talk Thanks. to you. Okay. Thanks very much, gentlemen. Bye. Happy day. Bye. Brad Ekman, Renegade Blue Water Charters. Yeah, I, I bet you they said, oh, look, it's uh, Brad time. Bread time. Yeah. Bread time. <laughs> they changed their clocks. <laughs> oh, that's all right.
I'm look, just looking at those uh, carrots because you remind I hadn't even checked the carrots yet to see what they're doing this week, but they are still all pushing downhill. No, albeit not that much. There's still some hot water off Woolai. It's still 28 degrees. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a big hot current there, and then it heads offshore a bit out towards Lord Howe, but um, there's still some hot water. So that's um, that's some serious temperature. Yeah. And cook your fish. <laughs> <laughs> well, it can lead to cigatera too. Uh, that's an interesting point. Yeah. How how do you know? How do you know if they've got it? Do you just wait till you get sick? Yeah, I think. Well, Peter says good one to speak to about that because Peter's copped it, but I. I think it has something to do when you cook them. They they, they turn mushy. mushy? Type of, that, that's a good indicator of what it is type of thing. Yeah. But I don't know how the the islanders, uh, the different cultures, they seem, doesn't seem to bother them. I suppose it's like the water in some of the different countries. They're used to it. They're different yeah. antibodies. Where we're fat, dumb and stupid. We, <laughs> we've got everything real clean and it catches up with us eventually. Being protected from it for so long. Yeah. Mm. And Karen, I hear you're having, having some more mud crab. Well, we had some. We're heading towards more mud crab, but I don't know whether he put the trap in last night because of the weather. Oh, okay. That's um, right. You don't need them anyway. Oh. Well, I've probably still got an overflow from last week, yes. Yes. Yeah, we. Alan, Alan took a look at the photo and thought you might have been drowning. Yeah, I thought you were a young grandson in a bowl of ice cream. <laughs> It's like that one. It wasn't the best photo. <laughs> yes, it was. Know that they took that photo. <laughs> They're the best ones. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, it was very good. They were very sweet. They weren't, you know, chockers, but they were very sweet. Good. Well, they've been fairly cheap down here at the market. They're under $50 kilo. And the, and How the, much? Under fifty, forty nine ninety nine a kilo, and that was yeah. the males. And the females were thirty nine ninety nine. Or they had um, one nip of males for twenty nine ninety nine a kilo, and that's good value. Yeah, there you go. They so, deer though, aren't they? That's not for that. Mm. It's not for yeah. that. But what don't you throw half of it away? About that, but it's still cheap. <laughs> yeah. How much was the lobster? I don't even look at the lobsters. That's out of my league. I stay out of that. Yeah, but. Uh, it depends if you're talking WA Kittens or uh, Southern or Eastern. They're all different prices. But, uh, yeah, those kittens that come over from Western Australia are around about $20 or something yeah, like that. Yeah. I prefer to have a scampi or something like that. Or big prawns. The lob- lobsters. Overrated? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a bit overrated. <laughs> Don't do that much for me, no. <coughs> I had, a, I had um, lobster Mornay once and I was so underwhelmed. Yeah. Um, that, you know, like with Mornay, you, you could have, you know, basically anything with it and it's going to taste good. Taste but it, right. I just thought, well, I don't know if that was um, value for I've never for tried money. the sashimi uh, side of it. Maybe that might be nicer. Yeah, now that would be interesting. Yeah. I do like my sashimi. Yeah. I think I just like the soya sauce, to be honest with you. I just... Tamari. 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 Oh. Yes. Brave man. Do you like hot stuff? Um, Tamari's not hot. Spicy? Yep. You do? Yeah, I don't mind spicy. You don't mind spicy? So you'd tip wasabi all over it? Yeah, you can do that. I'll tell you the best way to have uh, that seafood is push them for Peter Sayer. Yeah? <coughs> yep. Yeah, they make it as it comes out of the water. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Michelle's a very good cook. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Excellent cook, yeah. 
Oh, that that look told me that, uh, yeah, she you is. were impressed. She is a seriously good cook, Michelle. Wow, yes. cool. Yeah. I'm have to get a, an invite sometime. Yeah, you try. I, yeah, I can try. You I probably try. won't. <laughs> <laughs> 25 minutes past the hour of 4 o'clock. We'll take a break, come back and do some fish reports for you. This is High Tide. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. But someone's passed me this one. Can I sue my beekeeper neighbour? My neighbour's bees flying around my garden, stealing the pollen or nectar from the flowers. Then the bees go back to my neighbour and create honey, but then harvests the honey and sells it. I was just bewildered by that uh, bee turnout. Oh, the email. What's she going to do next? Is she going to take people to court for getting food deliveries? Talk tonight. If rural property owner allows a truckload of hives, mm. the tradition is always that at the end of the season they're rewarded with a tin of honey. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. They reckon the numbers are getting out of control again. The joke up here among us is we need another election because when we had the last election, COVID just disappeared straight away off the... <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Gary Stewart, weeknights from 8pm. Hey you, right now you're listening to a radio ad about DAB Plus Radio on the radio. Think about it. It's like the cells inside your brain that's inside your head that's on top of your body are informing you that you can listen to this station in digital quality on a DAB Plus radio for free. or on a smart speaker. Discover the auditory awesomeness of more radio within the radio. Search DAB Plus and listen now. There is no better venue for weddings in Western Sydney than Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. With a beautifully appointed clubhouse overlooking their picturesque 18th green, Twin Creeks can turn your get-together, party or celebration into a memorable special occasion. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Friendly Function Staff on 9670 8888. Meet the Hyundai Tucson N-Line with its sleek and sporty design, next-generation Blue Link connectivity and a cabin from out of this world. The future has just gone up a level. For a limited time only, enjoy a $1,500 factory bonus. Visit your local Hyundai dealer to discover more today. T's and C's apply. Imagine that. Hyundai. There's a conversation going on. It's a conversation that will never end. Radio 2SM is at the centre of it all. Connecting you to what really matters. To the issues you care about. To the debate you want to be part of. This is Radio 2SM. This is Radio 2SM. This is Radio 2SM. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network... You're listening to High Tide. That you are, that you are, and we'll get an update for our Queensland weather in the not-too-distant future. But, Mr Blake, the fishing still going off at the moment. Jason Isaac, Ned Kelly's bait and tackle, 42 Gordon Street, up at Port Macquarie. They are having seven days a week up there. You said of the whiting, and same thing. 
Whiting are consistent at Lighthouse. Whiting up and down everywhere we speak to. Uh, North Beach has got some as well. There's nice tailor on almost all of the beaches as well. Rocks, quality tailor from most headlands, along with increasing numbers of bonito. Uh, garfish are now around, so if you want a chance for a long-tailed tuna, if you put uh, put the time in there. In the estuary, plenty of school mulloway around the break walls, and the flatties are consistent further up the river. Offshore, in, although the water inshore has uh, gone a tad green, a few mackerel and cobia are about. Snapper and pearl perch, reasonable numbers on the wider reefs off Plummer. That's Jason Isaac, Ned Kelly's Bait and Tackle, 42 Gordon Street, up in Port Macquarie. And Kieran Rieke, what's what have you got for us with regards to fish reports? Well, for down there, if you uh, want to get out your way, out to Narrabeen, don't forget, call into 1469 Pitwater Road at Narrabeen and uh, have a chat to Mark. He's usually there. At Pitwater, he said there's a good run of Benito, mackerel, puking. He's running around. The whiting are there. Quite, uh, quite a good run of whiting and brim over at Mackerel Beach. Plenty of bronze whaler sharks have moved in. They moved in up and down the coastline, by the way. Talk to Alma Gresham tomorrow morning about that. Off the beaches, northern beaches, whiting, sail, uh, Taylor and salmon off the rocks, uh, snap up blackfish, bonito outside at Long Reef. There was some nice rat kings and snapper caught in the lake. It's closed. They're waiting for it to be reopened. There's whiting, flathead, brim, and jewfish. Down in Sydney Harbour, the boys reported good run of bonito. So uh, all the way down to Canberra, I spoke to the boys at Canberra late yesterday, and they said in the local lakes, Good run of yellow belly carp, redfin, odd caught, cod being caught. So that's Lake Burley, Griffin, Burren, Chuck, Gugong, Tuggenong, uh, Yarrabee Ponds. Gin and Derrick's been good, but uh, no reports out of Murrumbidgee. The local ponds have been okay. And uh, Yukonbean and Ginderbine. Yukonbean's been the better one to fish. They said good run of rainbow and brown trout spinning has been the better way to catch the fish from down there. Don't forget, they're at 155 Townsville Road at Canberra. Place is called Tackle World. Talk to Mick, Patrick or Brad. That sounds good to me. Did you get, catch up with the Bass Angler at all? I did talk to Peter at the Bass Angler. He said to say good day to you. And he wants a life like yours, he said, Al. <laughs> I, I tell you what, Peter does pretty good. Don't worry. He's, he's a good boy, there's Peter. There's a split air between the two of you. But he said there's been plenty of bass being caught up the top there, and the cicadas are still working, frogs. Uh, but the bass have been a really good run of bass. There's been, there's been good catches on, on worms, soft plastic, the lures, the spinner baits, he said, have probably been a better way to go for the bass. Down the Hawkesbury, the bridges, all the way to Bar Point, has been good. Wiseman's Ferry, down to the mouth, there's been plenty of small jewies. The odd one up around the 80, 90 has been caught, but mainly uh, small jewies. Good run of flathead and brim. And uh, good flathead, a couple of good flathead caught at Wiseman's, by the way. Broken Bay's, it was probably the best area to fish. There's been plenty of pelagics and sharks down there if you want a fair bit of action. Out of the lakes, Lake Wallace is a good run of bass. Tom has a good run of trout. Lake Lyle, Wentworth Falls and Oberon have produced good runs of redfin. So that's from our good friend Peter at the Australian Bass Angler. Don't forget, 
is their contact number. Yeah, they're in Bat Street at Penrith. Yes, they are. Can't miss them. Good score. Yeah. Easy one. That's good. He's, he's having a, a problem waiting for his house to be finished. Oh, build, right. builders, don't you love builders? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's worse when you're in a coastal town. Yes. Because if the surf's up, you got Buckley's. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's how, that's how life should be. I got in trouble with the boss yesterday. What for this time? She was getting renovations done at home. And I asked her about, you know... How she it, was getting renovations done. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy with the way it is. But, yeah, she, that's a trade-off from buying boats. So they've got to give them something. <laughs> but um, she say, I said, oh, how's he going to bill us? Every couple of weeks, okay. He said, well, if he doesn't turn up for two weeks, he won't get a bill. I said, if he doesn't turn up for two weeks, tell him not to come back. Well, <laughs> didn't she hit the roof? <laughs> but that's, they just disappear for weeks on end. Yeah. It's just, I uh, can't get it. If, if I did that with someone's boat, they'd shoot me. And just, oh, sorry, I've got something else to do for two weeks. Don't worry. Yeah, no, I, I actually hey, agree Al, with that. Yes. Don't you think that, that that there should be something in a contract that, mate, if you're going to build me a house, you're on the job until it's finished, day by day. Yes, I agree. Well, hang on, but didn't a builder years ago, a builder would build your house. Now it's, uh, you've got the builder, he's got a subcontractor here, a subcontractor there, a subcontractor. There's all subcontractors. They don't work for them. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So I suppose that's their out. Yeah. Oh, my, my contract. The, the yeah. concreter wasn't available. Yeah. The bricklayer's not available. I, don't, I think we've got a bit too specialised as, as time's gone by with a lot of things. Yeah. It's just one of those things. But that's just my opinion. Well, yeah, first of all, when, you know, once the, the, I think even before the slab goes in, the plumbers come out and do all the, 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 the dredging, sort of plumbing. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, um, and then they go through and they, they put everything. So if, you, if you're doing it with subcontract, I'd hate to be a builder. I reckon it'd be a horrible job trying to coordinate, like, you have enough trouble just getting one person to come out and do a job. Imagine trying to get 15 but, to come and build a house law, for you. The builder, your contract is with the builder, not with his subbies. No, true. So he's liable. But he's taking them. That's how he's making his money. Absolutely. That's, that's why buildings are so expensive. Yes. Then there's the alternative, though, is you can become an owner-builder. Yeah. But then, do you, do you reckon yeah, you'd that, have a... Uh, then you've got to have the qualifications or the knowledge to know the job that's been done has been done to satisfaction. Well, the qualifications are one thing, Kieran, but the knowledge is another yeah, yeah, thing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they could have university degrees. And I, I think I'd fall short on both quite dramatically. We're getting in trouble yeah, with all practice, the builders out there, yeah, haven't you realised? Yeah, sailor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I was good at that either. <laughs> oh, do you got any other reports for us, Kieran? I have Harry's Bait and Tackle down there at Bateman's Bay, 17 Clyde Street. I spoke with Marianne. She said, Kieran, not much has changed from last week. The whiting is still running in the river. There's plenty of brim, plenty of flathead, jewfish, flounder. But what has increased is the bull shark activity. Uh, better place to fish on the river. The tea wharf and the rock walls have been very good. Off the beaches, there's been good run of jewfish, good run of bronzy bronze whaler sharks, brim and flathead. Off the rocks early morning, you'll pick up snapper until daybreak. Salmon, tailor and brim out wide. The marlin are out there. Snapper are out there. Kingies, bonito. Again, the sharks and flathead. So if you want to fish a little bit in closer, you'll find flathead, snapper, bonito and sharks. So uh, 
it, it's not all that pleasant with the shark activities that seem to be in decline, according to fisheries. Oh, right. didn't take him long, did it? It <laughs> didn't take him long. But hang well, on, well, hang on, hang on. Re- why do you talk to Al McGlashan tomorrow? Hang on. 100 million sharks killed a year, they reckon. But hang on, ha- how do they... information from Canada about 15 years ago. Sharon, breathe, F- breathe. Fisheries say sharks are in decline, but they keep saying there's more shark and attacks because there's so many sharks out there now. Yeah. Who, do you, who do you believe? <laughs> I mean, honestly... How, how stupid do they think the public is? We, we honestly need a brim and need to get rid of the executives out of the DPI because they've got... No, if they do, know, they're not bothering. They're just turning up and collecting a pay packet. So you and, actually- I, and one of those blokes, you know... He's been on this show for a bloody long time. Yeah, <laughs> now no, he's all right. Don't pick on him. Kieran- oh, oh, he's okay, but he doesn't contribute anymore. Yeah, but he's got to do as he's told, Kieran. I don't know told, Kieran. how much those in charge know about what's going on when you take Pete Turnell away from talking to people about what's going on. Yeah. Kieran doesn't do this show for money, you know. He does it because it saves him on stress tests at the doctor's. Yes. Exactly. I done a stress test the other day. Where, where's he get the soap boxes from all the time? I don't know. He's got a few of them. Yeah, he's got it? a few of them. No wonder it costs him so much to move. <laughs> <laughs> so, Blakey, well, was, we yeah, missed you. Great. <laughs> we missed you last week. What's been happening at Blake's Marine? Assuming you know, I do. Do I you? Do. Yes, 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 yes. I'll see him two or three times this week. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we wow. get the boat ready to travel. But uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I spent. I spent three days down on the boat, uh, working, hmm. getting a sweat up. Horrible in the bilges, cleaning things. Um, look, the fixing all leaks. Yeah, oil leaks, hydraulic hoses, and then that makes a mess in the bilge. And you can't turn up marinas with oil in the bilge. So. No. You, you rate a skipper or a captain by the, the quality of their bilges. Yes, that's right. That's right. You can see the bottom of the bilge at the moment. It's good. <coughs> it's a novelty. But, no, it's um, a little bit busy at work. Uh, there's a few things happening. Good uh, quality stasis stock there. Got Just got some fresh bar crushes in, a couple of stock bar crushes. So uh, there's some, some things there to be had. There's some good deals on them. So if you give them a call, have a look at the website. It's always updated. Yeah. The packages are there. And uh, Yamaha Finance, Club Marine Insurance. But, uh, yeah, so I think th- when we were talking about the boats last week, I'm sure Kieran gave away some free insurance or something. I don't, I don't know. I might be wrong. I haven't, Nautilus I Marine. Nautilus Marine. <laughs> Who does Nautilus Marine? Paul Burt spots by Nautilus Marine. Yeah. Yeah. So. Come on, tell them what a great ambassador he is. <laughs> You're not going to attack Paulie so early in the morning, are you? He's well, a good he ambassador. He, he's, he might be listening, Kieran. You don't know. Or he could be listening to the podcast later on. Yes. Because we do podcast. We will be doing him a favour later in the day too, Kieran. I'm going to tell you about that later. But right now we're going to take a break. And when we come back, Bobby Dean will join us. In 2024... 2SM has Sydney Talking. If you'd like to raise a topic, you've come to the right place. We're all ears. 13 12 69, the telephone number. Richard King has Sydney Talking. Our Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, who's on the line. Good morning, Prime Minister. Good morning. Brent Bultitude has Sydney Talking. It's all fine and dandy for the Treasurer and the Prime Minister to turn around and say, look what we're doing. Toothless Tiger stuff, unfortunately. Talking Sport has Sydney Talking. 
looked like being with your mates at the pub without leaving the house. <laughs> you know, you, Pat? Gary Stewart has Sydney talking. Thank you, Gary, for putting me on the show. My pleasure. Thank you. In 2024... John Laws will continue to keep the dream alive. That's a bit of what is on my mind, so I'd like to know what's on yours. Pick up the telephone, tell us all about it. In 2024, 2SM has Sydney talking. If building a new home is on your radar, you should think about doing it the Powell Kit Homes way. For your peace of mind, Powell Steel Frame Homes are six-star energy efficient and can be upgraded to C2 Cyclone and bushfire flame zone ratings. To find out how you can build your own home, the Powell Kit Homes way, you go to Powell, that's P-A-A-L, kithomes.com.au, or you can phone Powell on 1-800-024-912. Got it? 1-800-024-912. Hi, I'm Patrick Dangerfield. How good is getting out on the water? But what if something happens to your boat or jet ski? You want to know that you can count on your insurance. That's why I choose Club Marine. Boat insurance by people who know boats. Club Marine is Australia's largest provider of boat insurance with more than 50 years experience. So if you're looking for flexible cover options, exclusive member benefits and fantastic claim service, look no further. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au and discover why boating's just better with Club Marine. Read the PDS to see if this insurance is right for you. If you're looking for value for money on all homewares, then check out the incredible savings at Peters of Kensington. You'll get more bang for your buck on cookware, small electrical, dinnerware and tabletop items, kitchenware, Manchester luggage and more. All the top brands are at Peter's, Scanpan Cookware, Rydell Glassware, Wedgwood Dinnerware, Stanley Rogers Cutlery and Sheridan Towels. Visit their flagship store at 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, open seven days a week or shop online, petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else? Ensure a smooth journey by starting your next road trip at your local Repco Authorised Service Centre, where expertise meets reliability. Our technicians will check your vehicle is road trip ready. At Repco Authorised Service, we prioritise your safety and peace of mind. (laughs) Don't let car troubles ruin your holiday. Book your service online at repcoservice.com and hit the road with confidence. This is Radio 2SM. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network, this is High Tide. Brought to you by Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It is 16 minutes away from 5 here on High Tide. At 5 o'clock, we'll update the news for you. And in the lead up to the news, we'll get a tech tip from Alan Blake. But right now, Mr. Blake. Yes, Bobby Dean, good morning. How are we, gentlemen? We're good. Where are you hiding at home? At home, I went for a little trip up to Avron on Tuesday. Yes. Uh, that was a wasted time. Okay. Uh, two was fishing, four hours, not a bite, which was unusual. We mate check. He's got a, a, a site on his phone that you know tells barometric, and no, I still can't believe it being right, even though altitude has changed somewhat. I was eight ninety eight. Yeah, well, with the with the altitude, you got to compensate for your pressure variances as well. Q and H. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, anyway, it was dead as a dodo. <laughs> it's just, you know, as I say, that's why I call it fishing. It's, um, but anyway, uh, uh, other than that, you're talking about the bass angler. I seen a post the other day that it's up for sale. Okay. 
he's going to retire. Good luck to him. Yeah, yeah. Good luck to him. So if somebody wants a, a shot successfully, a scabs shot, yeah. Okay. I'll tell you, I can tell you more about that later, Al. Okay, so you, you, you're hiding information, yeah. are you? Selective news no, reading. No, 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 no. It's just that Peter didn't want to make it public. Okay. Well, don't put it on Facebook then, mate. <laughs> Fair call. Fair call. Put it up for sale there, but uh, there's a little, there's a story to it. Yeah, but it is. Yeah, it's like another mate of mine. He started the Alpine Angler. Um, yeah, I know that. Hey. Well, I remember the Alpine Angler. They used to be on high tide back in the nineties. Yeah, well, that was Scott Mitchell and his wife, and her mum and dad bought the Alpine. Uh, Lodge and Scotty started that. He used to have cars bush and all them working there. We go down for a weekend and that was dangerous. But uh, yeah, that was sad to see it close. But, uh, yeah, they got the complete angler. It's about 300 metres up the road before we even get the old Alpine angler. But, uh, yeah, anyway, fish wise. Yeah, there's fish around, like you said, Kieran. They, they, the horse is fishing quite well for Jews. Uh, some really good whiting and, and no one spots. Plenty of good brim. Uh, so, uh, some really solid tail around. It's unusual this year. You know, normally little choppers this time of year. But you listen to BJ and uh, the likes. The big tail are getting up the mid-north coast. And down here, Wanda, Cronulla, Brim, Whiting, and some tail and salmon. So that's, uh, I've got nothing out of the hacking, but surely there'll be plenty of Whiting on the the flats around Lily Pilly and Southwest Arm, down to the Ballast Um And George's Botany Bay, Cooks River, Brim to Valley, Good Tailor, uh, in the bay itself, drifting. Seems to be a massive influx of uh, huge flounder. Well, yeah, I was talking chatting to Ray yesterday, and he said he's seen a photo of some. They had 18 flounder, a dozen flatties, and a few brim. Um, they were just caught drifting around the bay. He said they're all huge flounder. Um, I got nothing from offshore other than dolphin fish. Dolphin fish and more dolphin fish because the weather's been pretty so you know, average. Uh, Lake Illawarra, crabs, brim, flathead. So it's you know, fishing really well. Um, chatting with mate Louie, he's heading off down to, uh, up to Lennox Head tomorrow. tomorrow. Um, He's been getting bag limits of crabs, Brisbane water, and some really nice flathead and brim. But you know, there's, there's fish there. Okay, sounds like a bit fun. But <laughs> where, if we're going to go inland, where are we going to go then to catch, try and catch a fish? Inland? Yeah. We are tomorrow. Tomorrow. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. Any of the you know, central west dams, you, you're going to catch fish, whether it's trout, or you go a bit further west, you catch yeah. the natives. Yeah. Yeah. They've been fishing quite well. Mm-hmm. 
and Sam, like Kieran said, you know, about you can be fishing well, you know. But I'll give you a better update tomorrow. Okay. That sounds good. I can live with that. Um, so how was your trip down south, Mr. Blake? Well, no, I went to Geelong last weekend for a, for a birthday party. Oh, at, right. Uh, down at uh, Jack Rabbit out in the Bellarine Peninsula. It was very nice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, ran into uh, Sam Hayes from BRP down there, actually. So oh, yeah. uh, that was good. But, uh, no, we're off on uh, Tuesday. We started heading south with, with Galara and yeah. uh, going down to Painesville for the uh, boat festival. And then we're going to duck around to Geelong for there's a, a wooden boat festival there as well. So oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. we'll have a bit of fun. Yeah, I didn't like Melbourne. I went out to SA there after they had that explosion and the like. Yes. Uh, and I had to drive right through the middle of Melbourne. <laughs> and when you got no idea where you're going... You just fit in, then, because most of Melbourne's got no idea where they're going either. <laughs> mate, that's... <laughs> my brother-in-law comes from Melbourne, mate. I keep telling him the best thing out of there is the human. Who are you coming north? Yeah. <laughs> As Kieran will tell you, I lived down there for three years when I was uh, working at uh, 3UZ down there doing yeah. Midnight to Dawn, and it was the longest 10 years of my life. <laughs> it really was. I, look, I, I'm not bagging the place. I, culturally, it's fantastic. The, it is really hard to find a bad feed in yeah. Melbourne. The, the restaurants are amazing, but it's either... Freezing cold and windy, or boiling hot and windy. Well, see, last weekend I, I flew into Avalon, went to Geelong, and flew out of Avalon. Didn't go anywhere near Melbourne itself. Yeah, yeah, that, and that's the way to go. That, that Avalon area, Geelong area, is uh, amazing. Geelong's really cool place. Lots of boats yeah, down there. Yeah, it's cool in winter too. <laughs> yeah, it's very cool. We used to, they used to have the uh, offshore powerboat races uh, starting yes, down there, yeah. which was absolutely awesome all yeah. the time. That was a gig you'd like, hanging out the side of a helicopter doing 100 kilometres an hour sideways with a television camera. That that was a fun day out. Yeah, good day out. Yeah, at about 20 feet above the water. Yeah. <laughs> As you know, Mr Blake. Yes. Uh, Bobby, thanks so much for your time. We'll look forward to catching up with you next week. No, tomorrow next even. Week or tomorrow. tomorrow. Let's do tomorrow instead. Yeah, yeah, that makes it easier. Then I've got half a chance to remember it. <laughs> Good on you, buddy. Thanks, Bobby. Cheers. Okay. Mr. Blake, yes. a tip for the day. I know this is one you want to talk about. Oh, just look, fairly topical at the moment, lithium batteries. Yeah. Um, there's a push for people to put lithium batteries in because it's lighter, it's easier. But Better they, charging cycles, etc. Yeah, they come with their challenges. As I keep saying, when we're at school, we all remember the science experiments with a beaker and some water, put a, a couple of little drops of lithium in there, watch it fizz and carry on, and sometimes the beaker would break. Um, well, the same thing happens with a battery, a lithium battery, if it gets water in it yep. or t- comes in contact with water. So you'd need a special charger for it. It has to be treated differently to what it is. So I'd stick to your lead acid or an AGM or something like that at the moment. Unless you've got a specific purpose for the lithium type of thing. What would be, okay, what would be the specific surf, uh, service that you'd want the lithium for? Where would mainly, you draw the line? Uh, mainly for electric trollers or things like that if you're running out of issues or you've got a weight problem. Uh, but then if you've got a weight problem, you're normally in a smaller boat and there's more chance of getting wet and being bashed around and cracking. And that's what happens hmm. when they crack. And that's why you, you just can't transport them anywhere or do things with them. So they've got their uses, but... And they're expensive, bloody expensive. Yeah, and if you do consider putting lithium on your boat, 
The only tip I can give you is make sure you have a conversation with your insurance company. Yes, yes. Yes. And take your wallet with you. <laughs> the thing, and because because they are charging a higher premium for for lithium. Well, that's where all the accidents are. That's yeah. where all the fires are, things like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and you don't, and especially a boat gets neglected, you go throw it on charge and just walk away and leave it. Oh, I forgot about that. I put it on charge two weeks ago. It doesn't like that. No. And then you hear of all the fires yeah. going on. So uh, I'd be very careful if you're thinking of a lithium battery for your boat, unless there's a very specific reason for it. Speak to your dealer. And the only, other, the, the only other tip I'd throw in there, just before you, you, you jump in, Kieran, would be if you are thinking of putting lithium on, there are dozens and dozens and dozens of YouTube channels that show you how to do it. The best way is to pick up your phone and dial an auto electrician or yes. a marine electrician and discuss it with him. Even if you want to do it yourself, discuss it with him first. Have some professional knowledge board in because and you can go wrong quickly. Cheapest is not going to be best. Kieran? Yeah, I noticed on the TV they were talking about when those batteries catch fire, do not try to put them out. You can't put them out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So what's going to happen when these these sites recharge and electric cars and all this thing in a, in a massive building that's full of people? You get the marshmallows out on a long stick. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah, basically what you do, Karen, if you've got lithium on there and they catch fire, you know where you keep the fire extinguishers? Just put a copy of your insurance <laughs> documents there so you can grab them on the way out and, and do, if seriously, get out. Yeah, get out. Get yeah, out. Yeah, Don't yeah. muck around. Yeah. Your boat's done. It's over. Yeah, you're not going to stop it once it catches yeah, fire. Get, but take care most of yourself. Cases, most cases in a boat fire, the safest place is not on the boat. Yes. That's... Uh, Unless it's a very minor thing. Top off before we go to the news break, I'll I'll just reiterate what I was saying about the uh, a clean clean broom needs to go through the DPI. (laughs) I noticed the other day. uh, This is your tech tip. He's not going to offer 170 out of transport. He's going to get rid of 170 executives. I think he should do the same. Do you get the feeling it's going to be a long morning? Yeah. Sorry, Kieran. Sorry, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, no, no. I just tried. I just tried the listener mute yeah. button. It didn't work, obviously. <laughs> well, wait, well, just, I am the news. Just speaking about fires on boats, um, you'll see some of the American and European bow riders come in. There's an EU um, directive out for when there's like a bow rider, an 18 foot bow rider. Some of you'll see a little little port just in, on the engine flap where it comes down like the normal seat there. There's a round plastic piece with a little, like a cutaway in it. And so you can stick a fire extinguisher into if there's a fire because the worst thing you can do on a boat is open a hatch if there's a fire because you're going to introduce air into it and it's going to go. So they've got these fire ports so you can actually just stick the nozzle into it and let it off. So if you haven't got a fireboy system or, or an extinguisher system, your little extinguisher can just stick it in there, boom, off she goes. Makes a mess of the engine, but uh, all puts over the place. Fire out. Puts the fire out. Boat. That's, so it, it, again, it's knowing what your boat's capable of, what you can do with it, and what to, to do in an emergency. There you go, Kieran. Yep. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> We've worn him out now. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Was, do we get an update of the weather yet? Uh, you haven't done. What about the tides? Yeah, we did. That. We did the tides. We did, you weren't we did, listening. Yeah, we did no, the weather and we did the tides. We'll do the again. we'll do the weather again straight after the news. We're fast approaching that time. Hang on, hang on. I've got time to do it. Sydney forecast: twenty nine degrees, possible shower, north of one millimetre. Demarcation. 
chance of a fuck in the West End this morning. Medium chance of showers, most likely during the afternoon and evening. The chance of a thunderstorm inland possibly severe. Light winds becoming east and northeastly, 15 or 20 k's in the early afternoon, then becoming light in the evening. Now, that, sorry, Grant. That broom you're using on the DPI, uh, Kieran, can you just pass it over here for a minute? <laughs> I stole his thunder. Literally. Literally. I really don't have much thunder. It's uh, time for the uh, five o'clock news. We'll be back with more shortly.